Welcome to the Denver United Podcast. I am thrilled that you're joining us during this season of Advent. We are in week two, and I hope that you have experienced God's peace and presence as you have joined us in creating space to wait actively, to contemplate deeply, and to prepare your hearts to receive the gifts given to us through the coming of Jesus our Savior. As we enter in, I hope that you'll just take a moment and settle in. If you're able, find a space where you can remove distractions. Begin to take in a deep breath. Now let it out. Allow yourselves to grow more and more present to this moment where God is and he wants to meet you. If you need, pause the podcast until you're ready to move forward. Receptive. I invite you to meditate on Luke chapter 2, 25 through 32, and then verse 36 through 38. At the time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. That day the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simeon was there. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light of revelation for the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Verse 26 through 38. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was the daughter of Phanol from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God and fasting and praying. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. Let's reflect on this wor- these words from this hymn. O oh Lord, how shall I meet you? How welcome you are right. Your people long to greet you, my hope and my heart's delight. O kindle, Lord most holy, your lamp within my breast, to do in spirit lowly all that pleases you best. I lay in fetter and groaning, you came to set me free. I stood my shame bemoaning, you came to honor me. So one of my favorite Advent and Christmas seasons was the year that we were expecting the arrival of my first child, Madeline. Serendipitously, this was also my first year to practice Advent. God so creatively orchestrated the events of my life to emulate the practices of waiting well. I was in seminary, we had very little money, and lived in a tiny combo condo. My wife was pregnant and was due in early January. So we decided to stay home and not travel because we didn't want to have the baby on an airplane or in a car. 
all this led to a very simple and uncluttered time. We began to prepare our lives for the much anticipated rival of our daughter. There was just such excitement and anticipation in the air. We cleared out our guest room, which I'm not sure you could call it a guest room. It was so small. Um, and we began to decorate it with all the Pinterest board ideas that we had and make a space to receive our daughter. We dreamed about what she would be, who she would be, how she would help shape our family into who God had made us to be. There was this hopeful anticipation that filled um, with some anxiety and worry of, can we do this? But mostly readiness. At the same time that I was preparing for my child, I was also preparing for Christ to come and to be born in me. And it was this time that would shape my understanding of Advent significantly. I would now understand waiting differently, not as a helpless state of hopelessness, but a time of thoughtful preparation of activity so that I might be able to receive. It was a time of readying, much like we ready our homes to receive guests during the Christmas season. We prepare the meal, we prepare the house to receive. This would and continue to have a great impact on my life and my understanding of waiting actively. Waiting that is filled with action and preparation, with intentional and thoughtful steps to create receptivity in our heart and lives. This is the type of waiting that God invites us to during the Advent season not one of unactivity, but one of active preparedness. I'm coming to believe that maturity in the faith is most displayed in our lives, not by perfectness, but by a growing awareness and responsiveness and receptivity to God's work and arrival in our lives. How receptive are we is really the question. How responsive are we to his word and to his leading in our lives? It's this posture of life I see so well represented in the characters we meditated on earlier of Simeon and Anna. Here's two individuals, two unlikely individuals. They were the two that got to greet the coming savior in the temple. What made them so special? Why was it that they got to receive Christ? I think one of the biggest things was they lived a life filled with deep longing for the Savior. We read that Simeon was a righteous and devout man, and he was eagerly awaiting the Messiah. How do you wait eagerly for that long? Like, I don't wait eagerly unless it's like a you know, food item I'm really excited about for very long, you know? Like, I, I, get, I get distracted, I get discouraged. I'm like, oh, there's gotta be some something better. I'll just settle for McDonald's over whatever. You know, like how do you wait eagerly that long? Here's a man that lived his whole life waiting for the Messiah. How many days did he show up at the temple and he didn't come? Majority. Majority of the days that he came to the temple, Christ didn't come. How easy would it him for him to believe, oh, he's not coming. 
it's not that important if I go, don't go today. And yet him and Anna every day showed up at the temple and they eagerly expected God to come. Why? Because they had a restless longing, a restlessness to see God break into history and to console and redeem his people. They believed that God was going to come and they were not going to settle until he did. These two were consumed with this deep, unsatisfied restlessness to see the comforting and redemption of their people. So much so that their lives were consumed in preparations for the arrival. We see that Anna, she regularly fasted and prayed. She did the things um, to create that um, readiness, that preparedness that we need in the Advent season. But let's be honest, do any of us like longing or restlessness? I mean, I, I think as an American, I've come to believe that I should always be satisfied. I should never be restless. I should never have want. But that's what longing is, right? Longing is, is being in a place of wanting, of something not being quite right. And yet that's what marked these two individuals. They were filled with restlessness and longing. And I've come to believe that often a longing heart and a restless soul is God stirring and the beginning of an invitation to find greater satisfaction in Him. So Advent invites us not to run from our longing, but to embrace it and to allow it to stir within us an anticipation and a preparedness, a watchfulness in our waiting. They also nurtured a deep belief in the coming promises of God. Simeon was promised by God that he would see the Savior before he died. I'm sure there were some days he was wondering if that was actually going to happen. When he got out of bed and his body was aching and he looked in the mirror and said, man, I'm getting old. But he believed in the promises of God. He held to them. He nurtured them. Are you nurturing the promises of God in your heart? Or have you allowed them to wane over time? Henry Nouwen says, Hope is trusting that something will be fulfilled, but fulfilled to the, according to the promises and not just according to our wishes. And last, they made space. They had room. One of my favorite uh, lines in this verse is that Simeon was there. What an obvious statement. Simeon was there. He just was there. How many people weren't there? How many people gave up hope and said, ah, oh, it's just another day. What am I going to miss out? But Simeon was there. Anna was there. They, they had the space. They had the availability. They had the room and their hearts and lives. And because of that, they were the ones that got to receive and re give reception to the Savior of the world. The reflection question for the day is how ready and receptive is your heart? How ready and receptive is your heart? Jesus, Make our hearts a manger and not an inn. Help us to be open 
and aware and waiting actively so that we might receive what you're doing in our lives this Christmas season. Lord, I pray that we would have a new receptivity and readiness. Help us to be alert in our waiting and to not grow dull. Lord, give us the grace to wait well. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that your experience is peace and joy and hope in this season of Advent. I just encourage you, if you want to use this several times throughout the week, to maybe take a journal, write down the things that God reveals to you or is stirring in your heart. And please go to our website and check out the many resources and happenings we have for you and your family during this time. Have a great week.